Ahoy! And welcome aboard to Everybody Ships Us. I'm Shelley Norfleet. I'm Bonnie Dolan. And we are best friends and roommates, and that's it. We know everybody not so secretly ships us, which gave us a brilliant idea. We decided to date for one hour each week right here in our living room and see where it leads. And today's a very special date because we have a third wheel joining us. Marley Balin is an undergraduate student studying speech-language pathology. She also has been a child care provider for the past 10 years. She also happens to be my lovely cousin. Who you said you'd bang. Well, looks like that's off the table anyway because Marley is newly engaged. She's here to talk all about vocal fry, being a twin, and what a healthy relationship looks and feels like for her. Because what is dating if not, I don't know, opening a side business with your cousin? selling matching feet pics. So let's do this. But we're not dating at all. The coffee's kicking in now. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> are you a coffee drinker? Yes. You are. I was not forever. Um, and then I worked at Starbucks and they kind of force you to drink the coffee because how can you sell the product if you don't know? Mm. And ever since then, I was like, I like coffee. And I left Starbucks and went, this is horrible. (laughs) Like, wow, there's so much better coffee out there. Um, But yeah, I basically make my own because it's way more cost effective. Yeah. Mm. I'm also a Baroque bish. Yeah. (laughs) But there's nothing better than the Starbucks app. Yeah. Well, Coffee Bean and Tea Leaf also have an app. They have an app? They do. Brie? What? Brie didn't tell us about the app. She used to work there. I did. But like, you failed us. Because, okay, the main thing that was different with Coffee Bean than with Starbucks is you don't need money on the Coffee Bean app to gain points. You can scan it <gasps> and you don't have to have money on it. Oh, my God. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because wow. that's how Starbucks gets me. I've got the automatic reload because right. I don't. I want to get all my points. Yeah. I'd say I was like mad that you didn't tell us, but you also just gave us free coffee. We almost never paid for coffee, so we didn't yeah. need the app. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Bree. You're welcome. And also, how dare you? Yeah, okay. So you're a coffee bean person, no? I'm a make-your-own-coffee person, mm-hmm. but um, I do like coffee bean more. However, I don't like their chai tea latte as much. That is fair. It's yeah. trash. Yeah. You guys, do they use the tea bag? <laughs> it's it's like actual tea. Tea. Versus like a concentrate, a mix, which yeah. is so much better. That's yeah. so much better. Well, yeah. we have... We. I don't even... <laughs> I haven't worked there since like January. Corporate alliance is strong. <laughs> so bad. They have a concentrate that they use for the blendeds only. Wait, so a chai blended is technically different chai than the chai tea latte? Yeah, it's like a chai mate concentrate. What the heck? Wow. Okay. Because I've had the chai tea lattes at Coffee Bean. Not super impressed, but it will do in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Love the Starbucks ones. Yes. Maybe I need to try a blended chai because I don't think I've had that at Coffee Bean. I have not either. Mm. <sighs> because what if I love it? I did try like, because there was a pumpkin chai blended. That one, it's really sweet. So you have to like cut. The, well, you might like it. <laughs> That's I burn on Bonnie. <laughs> I have to cut the sweetness because it's real sweet. Because you add in the pumpkin and the vanilla powder. So it's like oh, double the wow. It's too much. That'd be so good. <laughs> Does the blended chai also have vanilla powder? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Ugh. Everything I also is don't like sweetness. <laughs> too sweet. I mean, but you can cut it in half. Sounds delicious. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> but I became a coffee bean tea leaf because it's on campus. Mm. So you can mm-hmm. just like on the way to school, order it. And then I have to walk the entire length of campus to get to class. So I walk by it every time. So it's like, I'll just go grab that at the pickup and just keep going. Are you on upper campus or lower campus? Upper, well, north or south? South. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Techni- but you go up to get there. Yes. So, yeah, so you're uh, on upper campus. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was a Starbucks there. I don't know. In if- the library. Uh, oh, there is a Starbucks in the library. Yes. Yeah. But I just get straight coffee when I'm going to class. Cause mm-hmm. Well, coffee being coffee is better than Starbucks coffee. Agreed. But Starbucks tea is better, better. than coffee being tea. Because it's Tazo tea, not mm-hmm. Starbucks tea. And Tazo is good. Right. Well, we solved that. <laughs> we did it. Great. We've done it. You're welcome, everyone. I had no more opinions on coffee <laughs> or tea. <laughs> Now, if you really want to get into what tea is best, we got to talk Adagio tea. Oh, Ooh. shit. Are we talking Adagio, Adagio tea? Adagio tea. Ooh. Wait, is that better than the T2 tea? 
T2T is great for, in my opinion, T2T is best for like actual teapots and things, but Adagio tea blends, like the actual loose leaf tea is better. Hot take. Hot take. Hot tea? Hot, hot tea. tea. <laughs> That's the hot tea. The tea here is hot. It's piping hot. <laughs> uh, I believe we're just going to be talking about coffee and tea all day. Is that all right with you? Oh, yeah. That's great. Okay, cool. That's, <laughs> like, that's all, all of the questions we have here. Wonderful. Coffee and tea related. I'm prepared. <laughs> only coffee and only tea. <laughs> um, Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome Thank to you. the living room. I feel like because... We're welcoming. I think we have to say it at the same time. Okay, great. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the living room. room. Thank you. <laughs> oh my God, that was so creepy. <laughs> this is immensely creepy. I did not like it. Very cult-like. <laughs> I've never been in this setup, but I've been here. So oh, thank excellent. you. Yes, you have. I don't yeah. know how many people have been in this setup. When were you here last? I think like in here was one of our cousin get-togethers, which was a few years ago. Yes, and we did it here. Uh-huh. I've film pictures of it. Oh my God, that's yeah. right. And we set up the long table in the living room so that we had enough <laughs> room for all the cousins. There's, I mean, yeah, it's not even all of us, but it was like 10 to 15 of us yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. You fit that many people in this living room? It was oh, impressive. Yeah. We couldn't move, yeah. but we all fit. <laughs> we was, stuck to our chairs. <laughs> was I there for this? No. Because I wasn't a cousin? I don't know why you weren't here. No, you were just doing okay. something else, I it think. It was rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel very left out. Let's change the subject. <laughs> How do we change the subject from cousins when this is my literal cousin? Uh, We can't discuss cousins. We were supposed to just discuss coffee and tea. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, Sorry. So I can feel included. Well, coffee is a cousin to tea. Oh, hot take. Damn it. Hot bean water. Oh, hot leaf leaf water. water. Which one is the hotter cousin, coffee or tea? Oh, I have to say coffee. Coffee's hotter, right? Like Coffee's it, hotter. It's kind of sexy. Yeah. And it's it's uh, very, you have, it's a certain thing. You have mm-hmm. to like, like it. But tea can be so many things. It's cute, you know? Yeah. You can yeah, drink it before cute. bed. Like, you can do it whenever. Well, isn't that kind of hot? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Tea's ready to go at all times. Yeah. I feel like there are certain teas that are like hot and sexy, like a chai. Mm. A chai is sexy as hell. It's yeah. spicy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so like mm, earthy. Like it's it's getting there. But like a Earl Grey, I couldn't tell you that an Earl Grey is sexy. It's like hot. And Earl sometimes. Grey is like is like elite. You know? Yeah. It makes it's a me, business sexy. It's a bi- <laughs> It's a nice <laughs> business suit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like yeah. A skirt yeah. suit. Uh-huh. That's oh yeah. No, okay, a skirt is. suit is not sexy. No. <laughs> it's a bright red pantsuit. All right, there it is. There it is. That's yeah, sexy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But great. Right. Anyway, Marley Balin is here. Hi. Yes, I am. And I'm really excited you're here because you're a fascinating person. Thanks. Yes. I've yeah. never thought of myself that way, but thank you. Really? Yeah. Oh my I'm, gosh, you're super interesting. Thanks. Your uh, sibling said kind of the same thing last time I saw them too, really? which I was like, oh, thanks. Like, <laughs> I feel oh, super nerdy, but well. thanks. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, you're nerdy because you love education. Um, you're super smart. You're super studious. So yeah, you are nerdy, but you're also like low-key a badass. Oh, thanks. You also make music and are like into the Long Beach music scene, which is really cool. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. There's a, there's a, at least a toe in there. And you're also a nanny. Yeah. And so you're like, super like warm and caring, but your kids love you because you're super cool. So like you've, you're kind of like, there's a duality there. I'm getting red. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I got here. Just doing the stuff I love and kind of not caring about what people think about it. But yeah. Thank That's you. So cool. I'm going to need to learn a little bit more about that, but yeah. not caring. So I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. Yeah. going to really require you to like give me a step-by-step instruction, but like later, later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's find out how you got here. Okay. With your four, four minute, minute life, life story. story. I felt like I had to say that at the same time should too. We I don't know everything why. at the same time. <laughs> I, think we I feel like it, it just is right today. I don't know. I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So as, for, as soon as I heard you guys do that, I immediately like, paused your podcast and started doing it myself. 
Oh my God. So you rehearsed it. Yeah. Because I I love a challenge. So I'm like, oh, what would I say? And then later you were like, do you want to be on the podcast? I'm like, oh, I'm prepared. She's ready. Yeah. Let's do it. Wait, that's That makes me feel really good. Because when I listen to podcasts and I have like thoughts on the thing that they're talking about, I pause it and then like start acting like I'm being the one to like ask the question and like giving it the answer myself. So the fact that you're doing that with our podcast makes me feel like we've made it. You have. I love your... It's. I listen to a bunch of different podcasts and I always go up and down, you know, with like, I'm over this right now. I'll come back to it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and with your guys, it's always like every single week, like, oh, there's a new one. So like Friday through Sunday, because I'm a busy person. I'll listen to it whenever in my car and stuff and be like, where are we left off? Like, oh, <laughs> body and shell. And plus it feels like I'm hanging with you, which I love. Ah! So. Oh, that makes me feel so good. I know, it's very <laughs> now I'm red. No, oh, good. <laughs> Let's change the subject in, in four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> yes. Um, Brie, do you have a timer handy? I do. Do I get the same timestamps? You do. Excellent. Yes. You get two minutes and three seconds mm-hmm. and then a 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then maybe like a seven second. I think that was like Shelly's timer last time I don't remember mine because I had stopped <laughs> you, you <laughs> failed so bad so I'm glad hard. that you rehearsed oh yeah but we'll see how it goes who okay. knows okay I mean the pressure with a mic in your face oh, yeah. who knows what I, I'll say that's what got me mm-hmm. I just got stage fright and I got scared <laughs> okay are you ready I'm ready let's do it three two one go all right so I was born a twin on Christmas Eve uh and actually happened to get on the newspaper from that birth, because my dad was walking through the hospital dressed as Santa with a giant green trash bag full of presents, because they didn't expect to be there. And uh, a reporter from the press, uh, Long Beach Press-Telegram saw him and followed him to the room. So it's like my mom holding us, and my dad, and my older sibling, all in the picture on like the front page of the <laughs> Press-Telegram like that next day. So that was fun. And from there, uh, I you know grew up living with my family and hanging out with my cousins from my dad's side all the time. So we'd switch weekends. Um, I did Girl Scouts as a young child uh, all the way until they basically told me you can't cut off all your hair and wear pants because this was before they got more progressive. And I went, (laughs) I'm out. Um, And I was like eight or nine. And I was like, you can't tell me what to do. Uh, I'll dress the way I want. Um, Plus I wore boy clothes until like fourth or fifth grade when I went, oh, I'm kind of into dudes and they do not like this. Um, (laughs) And so then I went through always singing. I did like a a performance report on Ella Fitzgerald in the first grade. And that's when I realized I wanted to sing the rest of my life. So my parents got me voice lessons, um, which I did all the way through going into classical music and became an opera trained singer. Um, did a bunch of competitions for that. Uh, that was really fun. And then realized while doing that in high school that I don't want to, one, try to pressure myself to make money off the thing I love. But two, you can't make a lot of money doing that. You have to like travel a lot and it's a lot of the hustle. And I went, nope, uh, I will take all this training and just being bands. Uh, so I did that for a really long time. Um, I'm actually not in a band right now, except for with my fiance. Two minutes and um, three seconds. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and we do uh, some cool hobby-based music. So we do it whenever we feel like doing it. And it's super fun. And uh, we're actually finishing a song up right now, which is pretty exciting. Um, but going backward, because this is how my life kind of is in my memory. <laughs> going back, uh, I decided that I wanted to not go to like a big college, but a community college when I was leaving high school because I had uh, divorced parents at that time and didn't want to pressure them. Um, And I lived with my mom and had to already work in high school. So I was like, that's expensive. Why would I do that? Let's go to community college. I don't know what I want to do anyway. Did that for like two semesters and went, I want to become financially independent and live on my own quote unquote own, because you don't, it's so expensive. And back then it was not, oh my God, it's like twice as much now. But I lived with a bunch of, like, I call it a hippie commune house. Uh, We lived with nine roommates in total in a three bedroom. Um, And there I learned to ferment. Uh, I was in a bunch of bands. Yeah. Okay. So I am kind of weird and interesting. Uh, (laughs) And then, and became like, that's where I started babysitting long-term. So I've been doing that for like 10 years. And, um, And then I realized at 22 or 23, I want to go back to college, uh, but you should wait 
a little bit. So if you do, are making under a certain amount of money and you don't have a degree, you basically go for free. So I went back to college a couple of years later, and now I'm studying speech language pathology um, at Cal State Long Beach. 30 seconds. And perfect. And I love it. And I'm approaching my last semester. Uh, I'll become a certified speech language pathology assistant at the end. And then I'm applying for master's program this fall. So I am super busy, uh, but I am super happy. And uh, yeah, I've done a lot. And that's not even all of it. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. I still have seven seconds. Oh, well, this is exactly like Brie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and now I just work. And you're done. And <laughs> go to school. <laughs> now you just work. Basically. That's all we... All do. We have to hustle. Oh, God damn it. We have to stop uh, interviewing people that are way cooler than we are. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> it makes me feel bad. <laughs> I do not feel that cool purely because I've done so many different things and I feel like I've not necessarily given up, but realized like, I don't want to do that forever. Like, and it always feels like you're restarting, you know? So like at 30, I'm, this is the longest that I've been like, oh my God, I'm stable. I'm doing the thing I want to do. I have a long-term goal for the first time in my life. Like I can actually see where I'll be in five to 10 years versus before it was always like, I can see a year out. <laughs> That's about all I'm comfortable doing. But now it's like I'm engaged. I have a long-term career setting up for myself and yeah, long-term plans. It's crazy. First of all, how did you do that so well? Yeah. yeah. Your four-minute life story was, like, so good. Well, thanks. Yeah, I honestly felt like I, like, bought a <laughs> ticket to hear you speak. And I was just like, whoa, wow. Oh, my goodness. What? You, like you said, oh, this is exactly like Brie. It was not. It was nothing. <laughs> nothing seven like seconds mine. was exactly okay, like yeah, Brie. But there was more substance <laughs> in your story. Mine had nothing. I, actually I practiced. Learned None of you. you did. That's right. We didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I had at least a formula of what I wanted to touch on and things I did not want to touch on. <laughs> yes, uh, that's right. <laughs> so everyone listening, qu start practicing your four-minute life story yeah. just in case we ask you to be on the pod. Because yeah, it went Pause perfectly. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll wait four minutes of silence <laughs> while you practice. but also also the thing you're talking about like constantly restarting I also felt like that I felt like there's a lot of people who just like know and get really interested in one thing and they know that that's what they want to do for a long period of time and so they get really deeply involved in that skill. And so they're really, really good at that skill. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't feel like I did that. So I felt like when I looked at those people that did, I was like, oh, you're better than me because I'm not as good as you in anything because I didn't go that deep. But I also feel like your 20s are the time to figure out what you actually want so that you can go deep when you find it out. Yes, totally. And you you accumulate all of these skills in mm -hmm. a variety of things. And there's that old saying, and I can't remember the end because there's a whole thing, but, you know, a uh, master. Jack of, of all a jack trades. Jack of all trades. Master of none. none. Yeah, but the end of the sentence is also like, but a master of some is better than none. And like, or a trade, whatever. I forget it. Look it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the idea is like having all of these skills is better than it's sometimes better than just only being focused on one little thing. I'm curious about um, where you've landed and deciding that like this is what you want to do moving forward. You can see a future. So is it like something that like really excites you and really makes your heart sore? Because that's what I'm looking for. The reason I keep restarting is to try and figure out if there is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Because up until, well, not even up until now, I'm still enjoying what I do, but I don't know. I, I'm still looking just one year ahead. It sounds like you like found something you were really excited about with this um, speech pathology. Speech language. Speech language. Yeah. Thank SLP, you. which if I say and you forget, just ask me. I'll let you know. Slip. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> so I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So this took me forever. When I first went back to community college, I was like, I'm going to study mycology, which is mushrooms. Ooh. I'm going to study uh, child development because that's what I'm really good at, but it's not something I want to do forever. So I was like, nah, never mind. And then I basically read an article about an Italian slip who heard a video of a man singing opera and went, something is wrong. 
and contacted the person on the other side of the globe to say, I hear something unusual in your voice. You really should go to a specialist. And he ended up having a tumor and she caught it just by hearing. I know. I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. I want to do that because I love singing. I have that opera background um, and I love anatomy and physiology and the body in general. And when that's like everything I want to do and then looked into it and found it, you could just study it here in Long Beach. And I do love it. And I chose it because I also have commitment issues <laughs> now, mostly just about pretty much all my life. I'm, I love relationships, but when it comes to like a job, I hated the feeling of being like tacked down. Mm-hmm. And in this field, you can work with pretty much any population in so many different fields that when you get to a point where you're like, I'm done, I'm so over this, you can just kind of switch and do a 180 and work with, you know, start with young kids in a school and you're like, I cannot hear another child in my life. So you turn around, you work with like older people who either are having like swallowing issues or voice issues or, you know, had a stroke or a traumatic brain injury and you're helping them recover language. So you could do all of these amazing different things. And I'm like, that seems like a field I could do for the rest of my life because you're never actually stuck. Um, You can travel and do this. You can do this and consult companies just on like accent difficulties, like understanding different accents and just like consult a company about how do you work with, you know, people who speak a language from China or different parts of the world. So super fun, super cool, super passionate about it. I could talk about it all day. I'm doing a research project on my own purely because I love this field so much. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So like, I'm also trying to get into grad school and it's crazy competitive. So I want to be a slip. Like, (laughs) I was like, whoa, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'll do that. It's hard. It's so hard. You have to, I think you have to kind of enjoy the academics in order to really succeed. Uh, You lost me. (laughs) (laughs) But it's fascinating. You also have to learn about like audiology. So the, anything hearing related, like tinnitus. (laughs) <laughs> oh, dude, I always called it tinnitus too. And I had a whole conversation with my fiance about this and how, you know, language is fluid. And if the mass public pronounces a word a certain way, it is acceptable. However, Thank when you. you look at it purely from like a pathological medical view, <laughs> there is a special specific way you're supposed to say it. <laughs> but I have professors that are, speak different languages and they all pronounce it differently. So it's kind of like, just to the audiologist professor, you kind of have to say tinnitus because mm. he tells you. Okay, see, but I want authority figures <gasps> to approve of me. And so I'm definitely <laughs> going to say tinnitus from tinnitus. now on. No. And I'm sorry, but it's important to me that so people great. like me. I need people to meet me where I'm at. I'm going to say tinnitus. <laughs> they, and they won't correct you. No. Because they know what you're talking about. That's the <laughs> exactly. point. That's the point of communication. Yeah. I have a ringing in my ears and I don't know where it's coming from. That's tinnitus, tinnitus. There it is. Yeah. Yep. Also, as an update, uh, my tinnitus has not improved. So just laying that out there. Oh, but nice. I don't have hearing loss. Like, I don't have a hearing loss yeah, issue. Yeah, so tinnitus can come without hearing loss. And it's probably something you're going to deal with the rest of your life, <laughs> which is why there have been people who literally go insane from the noise. <laughs> so it actually comes down to, like, to deal with it. It's a character. Like, you have to learn to just kind of accept it and learn to filter it out. Um, oh God. And not, yeah, have fun. Well, I'm going to have to invest in a white noise machine. Mm. Cause honestly, when I go to sleep, listening to podcasts or listening to TV, it actually does help because then I can't hear the ringing Mm. as loud. Right. Yeah. You have to mask it. Yeah. I have a thing that I'm not sure is tinnitus. I'm changing the (laughs) way we've all been saying it wrong, but every now and then I'll just be like doing something. And then all of a sudden my hearing goes for a second and then there's a ringing and then it goes away. Also very typical. Okay, cool. Yeah. I kind of like it. It gives me a second to just like be like, oh, okay, I'm present. <laughs> 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 like my so body checking in. I'm like, ah, and then it's like silent for a minute and I'm like, oh, peace. And then there's a ringing, but I don't care. It's like kind of pretty. It's a pretty sound. Um, yeah, it's so, a nice little check-in. Yes, yeah. I like my tinnitus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, so the difference with tinnitus and that ringing is tinnitus is always present. It'll never go away. Mm. The ringing that comes and goes is natural. It's just like you have a you have so many little tiny cells, hair cells inside your inner ear, and they, as we age, they naturally kind of go out, which is why older people tend to have worse hearing than younger people. It's not just noise exposure; it's that just natural degradation of your whole body, and 
that's typical. So you'll just experience that throughout life. Um, like it'll it. probably happen more frequently the more you expose yourself to loud noises. Oh. Um, so if you really love your tinnitus, do it, you coward. <laughs> Go to a concert. <laughs> I will. Hang so. out at a construction site all day Heck with no headphones. Yeah. There you go. I'm just going to hang out in the baby room at like a daycare and just get oh. screamed at. Ugh, I love it. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, I have a question since we're consulting her knowledge anyway. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, this is not professional, but let's do it. I love it. <laughs> Um, so you've been listening to our podcast. Yeah. Podcast. Podcast. You've been listening to our podcast. Um, what can you tell? What have you noticed about the way that we speak? Have you noticed anything? I have. So actually this relates, relates to my research project. My research project focuses on vocal quality. So the way our voices sound and specific populations and how it might relate to our culture. So one of the things that relates to you guys is vocal fry, which also is described as creaky voice. And I, what, what? we're seeing is that... <laughs> what would be me? Uh, what, we're, what I'm seeing through studying, I'm doing like a literature review, a narrative review. So I'm looking at all the literature about vocal fry and modern times versus our understanding of it in older senses. And we're noticing that young urbanized American women, and it's not just American, I'm seeing it in other countries too, use, oh my God, that's me too, use vocal fry, which is also commonly referred to as creaky voice, where we kind of talk below our normal speaking range and we talk down here and we Uh do it kind of often. And it's typical of English speakers to do it at the end of sentences because it indicates that you're done with a Mm. thought, but young American women are doing it way more frequently. Like we do it all the time and uh, you guys do it. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie does it a lot. But yeah, so I, it's typical in the sense of at the ends of your sentences, you guys do it because you all speak English, but you also kind of do it in the middle of sentences. You do it to, I understand it. I perceive it as you're doing it to emphasize certain points mm-hmm. um, and express like a feeling at mm. the same time. And we're not exactly sure why it's happening, but it seems to be because this is all kind of speculative. It's me seeing this trend throughout all the literature. But it seems like media is doing part of a play into that because people like Kim Kardashian, all these famous (laughs) people, Elizabeth Olsen, like do it all the time. I love Elizabeth Olsen's voice. Mm -hmm. I do too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Maybe that's why I'm doing it. (laughs) Yeah. It's like we're seeing so many people are doing it more often because and we think it might be a we i i think it might be because of media exposure i'm using mm-hmm. the royal we because i yeah, do yeah, have yeah. i'm working on this with my mentor um <laughs> but i'm i'm doing like most of that footwork like that footwork that that's footwork. oh my god <laughs> yeah um footwork. yeah so it's super interesting that's really fascinating now i'm gonna like yeah don't be hyper aware just do it i know yeah. i but now i'm gonna when i when I start to, or when I'm listening, because I edit this podcast when I'm listening, I'm going to be listening to when I do that. Like, oh, there. Oh, I know. There. I just did it again. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like I can't say anything because now I am overanalyzing. I feel like I'm I'm talking higher than I normally do right now. <laughs> like on your I, voice more. I'm trying not to have my vocal fry. Well, and I've and- never had it before in my entire life. My <laughs> voice is like butter. Yeah, using that air really helps prevent it because you have to like put more pressure on your vocal cords to do that. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say it's bad for you. Most tonal languages use this creak vocal fry in order to indicate semantic differences. So like difference in meanings of words with and without the vocal fry. So there's not necessarily a like a bad thing, a mm. consequence to doing it. I don't do it intentionally. Um, I'm way more hyper aware that I do it now that I've been doing this research. <laughs> I bet. Um, but it seems to be more like just like a reflection of our culture in general. I'm also saying older women don't really do it. It's younger women. Oh. And that might be a cultural difference in the sense of we're now more, we might be just more comfortable being like lowering our voices mm-hmm. where before, like in the 50s and before you had to be a very specific type of feminine. And that's just not the case except for like in the workplace. So there is this like issue with how women are using their voices and the feedback they're getting from it it's so so, yeah when am I done with my research I'll share it with you please fascinating that's crazy but it's also true like I feel like when I'm trying to indicate that I'm being more polite I raise my voice and I have a lot more breath 
in my voice to indicate politeness, even though my intention, if I had a lower voice, would not be any less polite. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's that like customer service voice. Yeah. Yes. We when, we're, when I'm talking to a barista, I'm like, hi, I'd like this. And like I, my voice jumps an octave. Yeah. It's so interesting because you also can think about how doing that might make you sound more clear, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not, you're have a more steady stream of air coming out and you're not going into this lower pitch that could be masked by like, especially at a coffee shop, all these loud mm-hmm. noises that are lower. There's this idea of a discursive injustice, which is people using a speech act, like lowering their voice to command authority. Um, and getting a different reaction than what would be, and it's usually like a negative reaction, than what would be if like a dominant population used it, like a man. If a man used this low voice to command authority and get your attention, they're like, ooh, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. And then a woman does it and they go, she sounds uneducated or she sounds unconfident in what she says. But it's like, we're doing the exact same thing. Yeah, We're saying the same thing in the same way and I'm being treated different. That's a problem with society. Well, especially like I have a naturally pretty low voice. So the fact that if I were to just speak in my natural voice, I might come across as uneducated or rude. If I raise my pitch, then I become a, I can come across as educated and, and kind and polite and friendly. But I talk down here. <laughs> and that's this vocal fry is more about your you have a modal register, just your natural speaking voice and your pitch. Right. And everybody's is different. We just fall within a natural like range typically for like females and males. And I use that very broadly because my research also looks at transgendered voices. So that's a whole other game. But when we're looking at like a biological, like quote, sex thing, male and female have different ranges. And the vocal fry is going below that natural habitual Mm -hmm. voice. So like my voice is also a little lower. Um, I have a very large range, but it sits down here most of the time. And then my my voice kind of falls down here when I use like the creek and it goes way lower. Mm. And that low, low, low for you even would be much lower than mine um, or slightly lower than mine. But that going into that much lower range is that vocal fry. Oh, Um, yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's fascinating. So yeah, everybody does it, but it's to be expected. You're all young American women. so many more questions um but i think that we should move on and we're having lunch after this suck it everybody you don't get to hear the rest of this conversation be my friend (laughs) suck it everybody be my friend (laughs) you're a twin that's weird twin i it's a thing (laughs) what's it like i I, I have i have so many twin questions that's so funny that's usually the first question and i always say i don't know because it's always been this way. I do have an older sibling, so I can contrast it. But mm. I don't know. It's like any other sibling relationship, except for you celebrate your birthday together mm. and you have to share that. And we share it also with Christmas Eve. So it's Ugh. kind of just like a yeah. you wash over it by by the time you're 30. You're just kind of like, eh, like whatever. It's okay. Do you try now that you don't have to celebrate it on the day? Do you try to separate it a little bit more? Yeah, so I can like go get drinks with friends or something. Yeah, it's like let's do it two weeks before or two weeks after. Because like, <laughs> usually people go out of town and they're just like, mm-hmm. I'm with my family. That's right. Um, yeah. Oh man, so. that's really a shitty birthday, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's really interesting. <laughs> I always felt bad for for kids that had like Christmas birthdays because you kind of get like one set of presents too. I mean, so like. One huge perk as a child, we had these huge family gatherings on Christmas Eve. That was our Christmas. So the first half would just be literally my entire family would come together and like do our birthday. And then like at noon, it would switch to Christmas. Um, So that was super cool. Also, my parents had all of their children in December. Oh, wow. So they they decided early on, if your birthday was in June, you would be getting Christmas and birthday presents. So we will continue that. So we did have like... Christmas Eve morning was like, open your Santa thing, and then here's your birthday presents, and then we'll do Christmas tomorrow. I was very fortunate in that my parents were like cognizant of that and mm. were like, yes, 
Yeah, because that is an unfair thing in general. But they were just like, no, we're going to keep this fair. Yeah. And then as an adult, I was like, can you just combine that fund and get me some one really (laughs) nice thing? So like one year, it's like I got a new bed, like things like that. I was like, yeah, like I've I've always been a grandma. So so by like time (laughs) age 12, I was like, yes, I would like a brand new bed. Yes, I would like these really cool shelves. Like, (laughs) can you get me this massive collection of candles? Yes. (laughs) This past year, I really, really wanted this like, uh, it's like a couch cleaner, like an upholstery cleaner, but it's a travel one. So it's like this big or whatever. I really, really wanted it. And then when my dad asked Shelly, like what was on my list for Christmas, she told him this upholstery cleaner. And he was like, are you playing a prank on me? Like, are you sure? (laughs) I had to reassure him so many times that your daughter really wants to clean upholstery with this machine. I'm not joking. Because I want to clean this couch. (laughs) Because we got it from Facebook Marketplace. Ah, yes. (laughs) So your twin, what's your twin's name? Sean. I ask like I don't know. I know, like we're not family. Wow, you Uh, don't know your cousin's name? That's embarrassing (laughs) for you. That's Sean. Sean, I actually get to see at least once a week because he works at my dad's auto mechanic shop and I go there to help file and stuff. Shout Um, out to Matt's Imports. Yeah, (laughs) Matt's Imports, free sponsor because Uh, he's rules. He does rule. I take my car to him and I have an uncle with an auto shop in the same city. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) So if, if you were on the fence... That's a great endorsement right yeah. there. Yes. It Go is. to Matt's Imports. I know we need a jingle. jingle. <laughs> Wait, does he have a jingle? No. Oh my right, god, we should right make now. him a jingle. <laughs> Matt's Imports. Matt's Imports. Matt's Imports. I got bad. <laughs> <laughs> Matt's Imports. <laughs> Imports. Cerritos, Cypress, California. Cypress, California. Cypress, California. <laughs> I don't know where anything is. Um, I was going to ask you what your relationship with Sean was like growing up and how is it different than now? Is it different? Like, how has it evolved? That's a great question that nobody's asked me. Um, as a child, super tight. You know, we were in our... We were in different classes growing up um, for almost everything. And that seemed, as I learned when I was older, seemed to be a decision on my parents' part. They're like, yes, separate them. But then by fourth or fifth grade, we were back in the same class. We were super tight. Um, When my parents divorced, my siblings lived with my dad and I lived with my mom. And that created some interesting strife or differences and distance. But we're still super cool. I lived with Sean as an adult for two and a half years-ish. Okay. And that was really fun to like live with your twin. And at the time, I was actually like working, working at Matt's Imports. And we would go there together, um, carpool and stuff. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was super fun. Um, was that the first time that you lived together since moving out with your respective parents? Yeah. Oh, interesting. That was like 22 or something. So it'd been like a decade since we like really lived together. And that was really fun. Um, I think that helped bring us a lot closer together. And now, like I said, I see him like once a week. We're more or less tight, but I feel like we have pretty much a typical relationship that we're siblings who send each other memes all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, you know, this, I think you'd think this is funny and talk about, I started playing video games during the pandemic. So now we talk about video games and anime. Like I started doing all that during the pandemic. I, <laughs> It's like, I'm out of things. What I'm going to finally give in. What are you watching? <laughs> Except I will not watch One Piece because it's like a thousand episodes. Oh, and what's I'm, that? It's an anime. anime. Oh. Yeah. It's a huge commitment and I'm not willing to make that. No. Like, <laughs> it's been going forever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Make movies and like literally thousands of episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, thank you. Too much. What animes are you into? I watch Demon Slayer. I like Hero Academia like a lot. That show's really fun. Um, but I have to watch all of these when my fiance is not there because when I have the volume on, like I'll do subtitles in English and have the natural. I don't like the overdubbed versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Brian does not enjoy the very hyperbolic emotion that comes out of anime. Um, so <laughs> it's super distracting. He's not into it. So I just like wait till he's out golfing or something. 
which, oh, yeah, Top Golf. <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of golf, oh Top my Golf. God. Oh man. Oh God. This We're is talking what about I'm Top saying. Golf again. <laughs> Marley and I have been trying to go to Top Golf together. Yeah. We've been trying to get uh, her fiance and my <laughs> fiance. Uh, <laughs> The four of us to go to Top Golf together, and their reservation system is so frustrating. It's like we have to go on like a Tuesday to I go, know. which I'm down with, but Brian can't. I so. was thinking of this weekend because we want to try to go next week, right? That was like a an option. Mm-hmm. I think this weekend because their reservations open at six a.m. I'm going to set an alarm <laughs> and wake up at six a.m. and just make a reservation. Nice. Uh, what time should I make it for? I, if it's like the following Sunday or whatever. Oh. Well, that might be Father's Day. Oh, oh yeah. I think that's going to be Father's Day. So it's Juneteenth also. Juneteenth. It is also Bonnie. Juneteenth. Sorry, that was a racism. That My was bad. Racism. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't go to Top Golf on Juneteenth. Can't do a very white accent. I know. Yeah. My bad. Sorry, Shelly. Uh, uh, I don't forgive you. <laughs> I'll uh, send you $5 every Venmo okay, to reparate. <laughs> now I forgive you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm down for the next weekend though. Okay. Um, yeah. So on Juneteenth, can I wake up at six to make a top golf reservation on Juneteenth? Yeah. Is that okay with you? Um, as long as you do something else to celebrate, celebrate black culture. Yeah. As, Aren't we going to do like a picnic? Or well, something? no, at 6am at 6am. Yeah. Okay. I'll, um, <laughs> what will I do to celebrate black culture? I'll figure it, I'll figure okay, it out. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Go ahead. I'll do it simultaneously. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> Let's talk about Bonnie. What? Uh, <laughs> how was it being related to Bonnie? <laughs> Not where I thought we were going. <laughs> well, I love Bonnie. Obviously, I'm here. Um, Bonnie is actually one of my closest cousins at not just physical distance wise, but also I feel like I hang out with Bonnie the most. Mm. Um, it's not because we look exactly alike or anything. Yeah, so but, eerie. Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. You look alike. Very, it weird? Very so weird. I know we made a music video. She was in a music video for uh, my band, Brian and my band. And I got so many of my friends, like they were trying to sneak it. They'd just be like, like, so how do you know Bonnie, because she like, at first I thought that was you, but it's not. And I'm like, oh, we're cousins. Like, oh, okay. Oh my God. That explains so much. But Bonnie was great. Bonnie was super fun to hang out with um, growing up and now. What was she like as a child? (laughs) Dude, I don't remember. Weird, but we all are. So like, we're just a bunch of weirdos. We're so weird. I don't think we've got a normal cousin in the bunch or typical Mm. cousin in the bunch. We're just all. Yeah. Super strange. Were you part of the cousin group that did the channels thing? No, that was my cousins on my mom's side. Okay. So Marley and I are related because my dad and her mom are siblings. Yes. So I'm on her mom's side of cousins. Yes. You're my maternal my and I'm your paternal. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So actually um, the Christmas Eve like gathering that Marley was talking about, that was my family. I would come over to our grandpa's house. Yes. Um, usually after your birthday celebration, yeah. because I would wake up at my mom's and then my dad would pick me up. And then by the time I actually got there, it was like past your birthday time <laughs> and into Christmas Eve time. Yeah. <laughs> into banquet play, our fun version of telephone pictionary. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh my God. So many pictionary. body feathers, like so many inside jokes. <laughs> That game is incredible. Bonnie introduced us to it and it's it's brilliant. It's so fun. Who who gave us that game? Was that Casey? I was going to think I thought it was Casey. I think it's yeah. Casey. Our other cousin. No, you're left out again. Sorry. God. <laughs> My dad and Marley's mom and Casey's mom are like a trio of siblings with the same parents. Yeah, they have a, it's a mixed family. Yeah. So there's a bunch of some mom's side and dad's side and then like previous marriages and then them and mm. they had three. I feel like that DNA is probably why Marley and I look so similar because oh, we, yeah. we're we like, got the same weird toes and everything. We do. do you have weird toes have too. Weird toes. Mm-hmm. Oh my She's God. the only other person in the entire family who has these toes, which is what made me go. It's genetic. I didn't get messed up in the womb with my twin. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's right. That's but crazy. Nobody, nobody on this thing can see it. But I was gonna say, like, not for free. Oh, yeah, but my toes. Let's go weird. Whoa! Oh my god! It's even the second one. Even too. The, yeah, that's crazy. Mine got dented. 
Do you know how that much people so would pay weird. for like our toes together? That's what Brian and I keep talking about. Like our weird, my weird feet. He's like, there's a market for it, I bet. <laughs> yeah, but can you imagine two people with the same, same weird feet in the same picture? Oh yeah. Should we go in on some sort of business? <laughs> That's... We're branching into some weird territory. Oh, F. Because Only not, feet. not Only just feet. is it feet that we kind of know what are being used for, but uh-huh. you are cousins <laughs> to be used for that purpose. You just got to put the audio from that podcast <laughs> yeah, episode over, over it. Like, I mean, you'll make so much money because I know there's a market for that specific thing. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah we I'm wanted sure. to monetize. So, um, I mean, there it yeah. is. Keeps it's cousin back. feet picks. <laughs> yeah, but we'll market it as twin feet picks. Yeah. Yeah, that's way smarter because that'll get way more traffic. Yeah, mm. that's right. We'll, yeah, do okay. you we'll do both. We'll do. You have to post for both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, same picture, <laughs> right. two different posts. That's exactly. right. We'll it's just, just different see, tags. Yeah. See who's who's biting? Yeah. Who's <laughs> 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 biting the toes? <laughs> no, print a retraction. I hate it. I hate it. I apologize to everyone that's ever existed. Yeah, that was bad. Except uh, for people who buy who like it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't apologize. You you know who you are. Be you. Oh my god. <laughs> be that you. Okay, since we're in this territory already, Marley, <laughs> no, the cousin sex question. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, Marley, mm-hmm. were you offended or honored that I chose you? Absolutely honored. You have a lot of attractive cousins on both sides of your family. I so. do. Um, we should remind people what we're talking about just in case. Yeah, I think yeah, we this should. Is- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't just say the cousin's sex question. <laughs> and just expect people to understand what you're For talking you, about. First time listeners, welcome to our podcast. We're talking about cousin sex questions. <laughs> so when we had Jesse Santiago in here, we were playing Would You... Which would which you, would you choose? choose? So sorry. Which would you choose? Uh-huh. And I supplied a very interesting which would you choose question, which was, <laughs> which would you choose? <laughs> Have sex with your cousin, but no one know about it or not have sex with your cousin, but everyone thinks you did. Mm. And I was the only one who chose to have sex with my cousin. <laughs> and keep it secret. I mean, and therefore nobody would ever know. Except for us. <laughs> and they made Mostly me like choose we're, a cousin. We're roofing each other simultaneously, and right. then we don't know, you either. Just don't know. Consensual yeah. roofing yeah. <laughs> to get through it. Now, <laughs> would it be weird though, because of how similar you guys look? Like that's how why I that... chose her because it would be the closest to having sex with me. Oh, I, I mean, if you're gonna go there, you might as well just go all in. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> We're learning right. a lot about Bonnie in a lot yeah. of different aspects of her life. Oh my god, we can find out just how related we are. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the tagline to the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't like it. I don't like it. This is great. Anyway, uh, they made me choose the cousin, and I chose Marley. Uh, and yeah, here totally Marley honored. is. Yeah, not not so embarrassed, bad. not put off. Totally just like unexpected, but also like <laughs> that made me feel cool. Like, <laughs> oh wow! Like, and also the rest of the episode, I've never had a podcast speak directly to me before. And <laughs> Shelly's like in the mic for me, Marley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot you did that. <laughs> yeah, so it's just like from that point on, that question every like five minutes, there's comes back to my name. It was constantly. It was so funny. Um, yes, highly honored. So glad. That's also why I chose her because I suspected that you would not be offended by that, that yeah. you'd you'd like play along. Oh, yeah, totally. Joke. Was your answer to the question the same? Not like which of your cousins, but if you had to choose. Oh, yeah. Which- oh, yeah. Good question. Marley, oh, yeah. which would you choose? I mean, Bonnie made an amazing point, which is our family would grab that rumor and mm. just like pound it into everyone's skull. Yeah. Like, and that would be so hard to overcome. And yeah, once something's a secret, like as long as it actually like the premise of the question is it would never not never, be a secret, right. then yeah, like sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, just get through it. Yeah, like, you know, it doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be long. It just has to happen. That's right. Um, <laughs> Check the box. Yep, it did it. Like secret forever. My family will never think that I had sex with a cousin. Okay, so we know your answer to that question 
is your cousin answer the same? That I don't know. I did not give it that much thought. <gasps> it's okay. <laughs> I don't think body will. That'd be funny if you got offended if I didn't choose I, you. I w- well, <laughs> let's see how difficult an answer this is, Marley. Yeah, I actually don't. I did not think about it that much with how much I listen to your podcast and insert myself into it all the time. <laughs> I did not go that far. That would be hard to answer. Take a moment and figure it out. Yeah. You've got cousins on both sides. I do. I have very limited cousins on my dad's side. And no offense to any of them, but they don't listen. I probably wouldn't choose you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, Yeah. So it has to be from that, the shared side, our shared family. And we have a lot of, like Bonnie said, lots of attractive cousins, lots of cool cousins. Mm. Yes. Um, But I have to consider them now in their current present state. Mm Mm-hmm. So that rules out like half of them and for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might choose body. Look, we're like right here too. Yeah. You know, we're super close. We look alike. We have our weird feet. We're in the same city. So it's easily super doable. Easy. Yeah. I don't have to travel. To that's right. Because <laughs> that's suspicious. You know, that would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's be visiting your is cousin. The yeah, Why is it weird? weird part? <laughs> it's a one night. <laughs> <laughs> one night only cousin hang. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? We might go with Bonnie. Yeah. Congratulations. It's reciprocated. How do, you, how do you feel? Oh, I feel honored. Okay. Yeah. For similar reasons. Marley's great. <laughs> Thanks. Totally cool. Totally bangable. 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 Smashable. So your fiance is going to get so jelly. Oh, yeah. He's going to be so jealous. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I totally don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no market for that whatsoever. Ryan, hit us up at Top Golf. <laughs> for what? <laughs> it's gonna happen at Top Golf. <laughs> if we ever go to Top Golf, yeah. oh, damn. <laughs> oh no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, feel I feel like, like you have a lot to say. I have no thoughts. <laughs> this has really infiltrated my brain. <laughs> I feel like we should take a break. I think, <laughs> yeah, so distracted. we should take a break because we also have, uh, we have a game that we want to play after. Ooh. Do you want to stay for a game? Yeah. Yay. Yay. Uh, Matt's input. <laughs> We're not dating at all. Thanks for listening to Everybody Ships Us. This podcast is executive produced by Schmangy Incorporated and is hosted, produced, and edited by Shelley Norfleet and Bonnie Dolan with help from our production assistant, Brianna Chapelier. Our theme song was written by Bonnie Dolan and arranged by Andrew Carter, who also does our mixing and mastering. Our cover art was shot by Cynthia Price and designed by Shelley Norfleet. To get into contact with us, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Everybody Ships Us, and on Twitter at Ships Us Pod. Or you can email us at everybodyshipsus at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, make sure to follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast listening app.